next topic. Oh, I think you interrupted me. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing it. I'm sorry. I'll be quiet. Well, too late. We too too late. We're already in. We're gonna barrel through. So as, no, as you, as you almost heard, it's plate stack chat. I was gonna say Sam is here, Tom is here again. And if you hadn't guessed, Nikki is also here. Last week we <sighs> talked about her breaking the rules. And she decided she wouldn't even wait for the introduction to be finished before breaking the rules this week. She would just start mid-plate stack chat. That is... Welcome back, Nikki. How are you? <laughs> you guys should kick me off the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is so we refreshing to have someone so similar to myself. <laughs> me, and, me and Sam are actually going to start our own podcast, you guys. It's called Nothing Goes Right. <laughs> oh, don't yes. tell John. Welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, just, just what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw out a topic and you guys can then just disregard it and talk about whatever you want for the next half an hour. Great. That's fine. Perfect. But let me okay. let me put it out there because I <laughs> because I found a way to tie it into CrossFit and I'm very happy with myself. And so I want to do this. So last week we spoke about the games, how much we like watching the games and the fact that we were able to pick favorite moments throughout the years shows that obviously that's something we enjoy watching. Fitness kind of as something that people watch, you know, not not talking so much about sport, like, you know, football, basketball, whatever, but just kind of people showing off their their fitness is actually something we've watched for a long time. I'm thinking gladiators personally, going back to, to my childhood. Now, in recent years, there's been like a, an explosion of different, you know, twists on the same format, really, of these kind of fitness shows. Uh, and I'm thinking particularly like the Titan Games, Mm. uh, Nikki's good friend Danny actually won season two Uh, Danny Spiegel won season two of the Titans game but she wasn't the only CrossFitter who decided hey why don't I try my hand at some of these fitness shows because they make money and people Mm. watch them and your profile rises so I just wondered with this nice diverse panel that I have in front of me have you guys watched any of these kind of shows do you like them do you hate them and why either yes or no the floor is yours, but potentially Sam and Nikki will just talk about whatever they want. <laughs> no, I like this topic. This is I, a good one. I'm into I mean, it. For me, like, you know, gladiators and even things like, um, you know, Ninja Warrior and stuff. I was probably aware of those yeah. before I was aware of CrossFit there or thereabouts. So like, and also like the, the movements in that I probably did as a kid, right? Cause you'd be out on the, on the climbing frame and stuff like that. And I definitely then, you know, got into CrossFit in my late 20s and been doing it. And now you now I just start looking at climbing frames again in a, like a, with a different light. But uh, I've realized just because I can like do toaster bar and pull-ups doesn't mean I can swing across a kid's kind of like monkey bars because it is slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I totally. think it's impressive. But I, I think one of the things I've, I probably naively look at a lot of it now with my CrossFitter glasses on and think, oh, yeah, I could do that but I bet it still requires a decent amount of training, even if you've got years on the uh, CrossFit rig. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I, as somebody who spends a lot of time taking their kids to different parks and playgrounds, have of course tried a variety of different monkey bars. (laughs) And um, they're, they're quite tough. One, because considering how short I am, I'm too tall for majority of these monkey bars. I say you're too short. Yeah. Considering how tall I am, I still couldn't reach and ask my wife to give me a leg up. Yeah, my seven-year-old son can reach, but I'm struggling. Um, 
so uh, you kind of have to have your like legs like, bent as well, which isn't helping. And if they're like a, a, a full bar, it's okay. But the ones where they've just put like little bars on the sides, they're designed for children's hands, which I've discovered mm. are smaller than adults' hands. So you're kind of gripping onto this bar, but actually only maybe your first two, three fingers are kind of holding <laughs> on. I don't like all these excuses you're giving out right now. Yet you I are, you are your own limiting bars. factor. There's videos somewhere. Don't worry, Sam. Yes. You, are, you are your own limiting factor, my friend. Just yeah. get over it. What would Matt Fraser do? He'd go out and crush it. Or he'd go away and train at a bunch of kids' play parks until he was the best of the world. There I, it is. There's your train. training plan. I, I can do it. It's just incredibly uncomfortable. But I I... I pride myself on being a dad that can still do the monkey bars. I'd be there interested you to know. I, I don't know this, but Nikki, you will know. Does Matt Fraser have small hands? Would he have an advantage on hmm. a children's monkey bar, a set of children's monkey bars? Man, I've never uh, evaluated Matt's hand measurements. Have you ever hmm. handed him the microphone for an interview and he's had to kind of use two hands <laughs> to hold on? <laughs> Um, no, I got in trouble for handing over the microphone back in 2014 or 15 to Jacob Hepner. And so I've never handed the microphone off ever since. <laughs> uh, is, is that like rule one? Is that like kind of like, you know, being on the floor 101, keep hold of the microphone at all times, just hold it out. Yes, right. totally. And I didn't, it didn't hit me because it was my first year at games. You guys have never seen this video. I'll have to send it to you. Um, it was my I first year. Of, I imagine of all the people, Jacob was probably the worst one you could give it to as well. Well, right? he just took it. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know what to do. I was brand new. It was my first year. We were on ESPN. He had just won that midline workout where he like, you know, carried the yoke across the finish line and then met me over at my little interview station. And I asked them, you know, like, how did you manage to whatever? And he just took it and he was like, I think I did great. How do you think I did? And I was like, well, this is hilarious and makes for great TV. And then afterwards, everyone in the truck was like, yeah, yeah, don't, don't give the microphone to anyone, please. I was like, oh yeah, good call. <laughs> I guess this is my job. <laughs> yeah. As independent podcasters who have all had to buy our own microphones, we understand why you don't give microphones to Fact. anyone because they're ridiculously yep. expensive. Truth. Totally. Totally. Um, no, I am, I'm with you though. I, I really like the trend, the fitness like trend as it's come to kind of like pop culture and watching this stuff on TV or on streaming services. I was a huge fan of Titan games. I just thought it was fun. It was well-produced. It did get a little bit repetitive in my, in my personal opinion. Like I, I like, you know, I'm used to the CrossFit games where it's like, a hundred different events and everything is so very different from everything else. But I, it did allow you to fall into favorites. Like I really liked the lunar one where they were like pushing the same, um, pushing up against the same it's wall. Like a, a and door, it was like right? Yeah. They kind of got a Yeah. Yeah. I really liked that one. And I, like, I came to expect what the final obstacle course was going to look like very much like Ninja Warrior, which is another show that I, I actually do really like watching. Um, but it was funny. It was funny as we were watching it, my husband and I, because uh, yes, Danny is on, was on it. And, you know, her and I are very close. Margot also is a good friend of mine. And so we were rooting for her, but whenever someone came on that we didn't know, we could almost like watch how they moved or, or look at how they were built from the get-go. And we were like, oh, that person crossfits. Mm -hmm. 
and they would inevitably do great, like so much better than all the other athletes on the show. So it kind of like filled us with pride to watch the Titan Games. Also because on, on the Titan Games, they were like, they never used the word CrossFit, did they? They um, didn't, no. They, I, I think they weren't allowed because I remember Danny was referred to as a, actually, which I found really weird. Oh, she, she was hated just, that. She was referred to as like a, a social media influencer maybe right oh, she hated geez. that she was like i also am like a business owner i also am like an elite athlete like can we pick something other than like social media input yeah. she talked she talked about this on our podcast back in the day like right when titan games ended and she won and we had her on because we know what that means like, right it means fandom you're just like really it. good looking like that's basically what right, it is, right. isn't it? Like, you're just here here's danny she's just super good looking uh, right which I actually loved at the end of the day because then she just wiped the floor with everyone. And I was yeah. like, LOL, Titan Games. Maybe yeah. call her something other than... It's when they put them head to head and they'll be like, and here we have a single mother, nurse, firefighter who also volunteers at an orphanage part-time going against a social media influencer. And, uh... Right, and it doesn't sound... It takes away from a ton of her accomplishments, which was yeah. like, why did you guys whatever that was that was silly but at the end of the day um you know she wiped the floor with everyone else so in your face lower thirds <laughs> in your face Dwayne the Rock Johnson well not so much <laughs> that is all I don't know about but um also he was the perfect person to host that show like I'm just such a fan of him how can you not like that guy he's so great he was the he perfect makes me want to buy Under Armour you know totally like, he, have you been influenced, Sam? I have, but I don't even <laughs> care. I, I watch exactly. His, I watch his rubbish films, like yep. just because he's in them. I watched like Journey to the Mystery of Magical Island or whatever. I don't even know the title. Watched it the other day with the kids. What was the was one? Like, this is what, wicked. What was the one where he was the Tooth Fairy? That was a good one. Oh, I don't know, but I've I've watched it. It's probably on Netflix, right? That was it, a good one. It is cool to see, though. Like you know. CrossFit athlete, like well-known CrossFit athletes, kind of branching out into these other other kind of sports because it kind of shows the transferability, if that's a word, right? The uh, yeah. of of the the methodology um, into these other, yes. and then yeah, you could say it's kind of just like another. It is functional fitness in a sense, but it's predominantly yeah, it's lifting weights, asymmetric, you know, moving asymmetric loads. It's kind of a lot of kind of plyometrics or gymnastics or whatever um but it's really cool to see and i suppose the other side though is to and i don't know the details um but they're a little bit more mainstream so there's money behind them so it's a great opportunity totally. to kind of like if not win and win the prize pot no doubt that there's like other opportunities that come from that by just getting kind of like oh you are whoever that you know made it through to the quarterfinals or the final week of whatever show, you know, whether it be Ninja Warrior or, um, you know, Titan Games or what's the other one, the Steve Austin kind of skull thing, that one? Oh, oh Skull yeah. Broken Skull. Yeah. Broken Skull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So wasn't yeah. that Tom, wasn't skull Tommy challenge. Ashcom? Yeah. Of course, someone on that. So I'm like, oh, was he some, on that show? There was show? definitely a CrossFitter on it. I was like, that's brilliant. Well, you know who did really well on that show, though, oh. was uh, Hunter McIntyre. <laughs> so, hey, who's also like very CrossFit adjacent, and I have no problem with that. With that sort of collab. No, I think between... people just had a problem when he was invited to the game. <laughs> yeah, you felt however you felt about that. I really love the fake beef between him and Jacob, right? That like it wasn't oh, actually good. real. They're good right. Yeah, yeah, of course they've done a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. I see OCR as another adjacency, right? Because it is again, it's all about totally. being able to like yep. move yourself through obstacles, 
you know, with a bit of endurance thrown in, right? So, yeah, well, quite yeah. quite a few CrossFitters have have done that as well to kind of totally. you know supplement less so maybe when sanctionals became a thing and there were so many events for them to have to kind of be up throughout the year but previously you know before that when you just had regionals the games uh, and, and the open i suppose uh you know what what are you doing to kind of earn a bit of extra money and use your fitness and see where you are like that was a good opportunity now you've got also as you said tom this televised uh, chance to kind of build your profile and i mean you think yeah. about it like if, if you're a CrossFit athlete and, you know, uh, maybe even an, an up and coming CrossFit athlete and you, you post something on Instagram and Matt Fraser reposts it, you're going to be like, oh, that's, that's great, right? Like, how many people are going to see this? Or Dave Castro. If The Rock reposts something <laughs> that you put out, totally, like, it, it, it's, it's just another level, right? He, he's a level of star that is just, right does not exist in the CrossFit world. I think that we forget how mm. small we are. You know, this is so incredibly important to us and we are tiny. This We are a niche. We are not mainstream, not by any means, not outside of the world of competitive sport of fitness. Um, you know, people, people don't know who we are or they have the wrong impression of us. So it feels very big to us, but it's, it certainly is not. So the more mainstream we can get, I mean, it is so incredibly difficult for these athletes to make a living. I think that is I keep like cutting you off. What are you going to well, say? You, you, you say I, I was say, Nikki, you say we forget. We look at the download numbers on our podcast and we oh, realize well. how niche <laughs> our, our decision to talk about CrossFit is when we compare no. it to the weird things my kids see on YouTube that have 90 totally. million downloads. Girl, girl, no. Yes. Yeah, yes. Well, oh my God. So I think, I think Ninja when you kids. consider, is that a thing? Ninja Kids, Ninja Kids TV. <gasps> no, listen, I'm not there yet. Don't I don't need to know this yet. I'm oh, not. Yeah, I'm they still... do CrossFit. To be fair, they do CrossFit. That's cool. They're like That's they're cool. young. They do like CrossFit kids. They do gymnastics and all the other stuff, oh, but they sick. do CrossFit as well. Which is cool. You guys, reason... I'm gonna straight up put my son in gymnastics as soon as he's old enough to walk mm-hmm. someday because I want him to be a great CrossFitter. And apparently that's how you start. <laughs> that's my goal. Actually, is it though? Because that, that used to be how you start, but now you can just start doing CrossFit. No, I think now there's CrossFit kids and maybe I think the body awareness that comes from that Mm. kind of structure. You know what you should do? You should put him into a gymnastics class, a weightlifting class. You should just do all the specialized. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, And then Chris Hinshaw's going to train my two year old. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm actually working. My daughter's four and she is desperate, absolutely desperate to go to daddy's big gym. She wants to, she's desperate to go to CrossFit kids. Oh no God, child, you're going to gymnastics and ballet to start. That's where right, you're right, starting. Right. And then, because then she'll have such a hunger. She will like yes. li- release her into the gym. She'll be like, ah, all this cool stuff I can do. She will like <laughs> backflipping and bar muscle up in the first week. Cause she's got Good gymnastics. Sam's got and, it all figured out. This is got great. It, you know. Um, but anyways, l- let me backtrack like 17 <laughs> conversations ago. <laughs> I think that it's, it's so incredibly difficult for professional CrossFitters to make a living doing this, right? So they got to make their money and they got to put food on the table. So the exposure that some of these larger shows can bring them and the introduction of these like non-endemic brands that are now sponsoring CrossFitters and really bringing money in. I mean, because before it was like, you're sponsored by Nike, like you're good, you're set. But now we're seeing, you know, CrossFitters sponsored by, um, 
oh my God, there's a bunch of guys sponsored by Gillette, like the shaving company. Mm. There's Sarah Sigmund's daughters and she's sponsored by Volkswagen. Like these non-endemic brands that really bring a different sense of awareness and a different sense of payroll so that these people can continue to make a living, which is still probably not great. Like just because you're a Gillette shave CrossFitter, you're not walking away with $10 million a year or anything like that. But it's, it's allowing us as a sport to grow and is allowing our people to now kind of like live very more, much more comfortable lives while still being able to do the very difficult thing they do day in and day out. And so they can't also own a gym or also coach classes or also, you know, come up with some other kind of career that can make them a living. That's tough. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things with it being so niche and when we're inside it, we don't see it because when you're inside the bubble, all you can see is bubble, right? So you you don't realize that bubble is really small, but then I suppose the other side is like, so it's interesting. Yeah. Gillette, Volkswagen, these kind of non-endemic brands kind of coming in. But even from the inside, I'm like, well, that feels like a no brainer. Why would you not want to have someone that is clearly like a really impressive athlete, dedicated to their craft? But actually, I realized that that speaks to me and I am impressed by that. But that's mm-hmm. because I'm, it's like preaching to the choir. Right. So actually, you totally. know, does does the gen pop see someone like that as like an individual that they aspire or relate to? So it, it no. Yeah. No, they don't. They totally don't. And it's sad because I think back to like when this is going to make me sound old, right? Like kids these days, blah, blah, blah. But when you think back to like when we were young, like I still had like posters of like Olympians on my wall when I was growing up. And that doesn't exist anymore or not really as much, you know, as much as there's posters of Mm. Kardashians on people's walls and, Mm -hmm. you know, different types of influencers and and things like that. And the the YouTube stars are are who this generation really looks up to. So so it, it doesn't exist in that same way anymore. And so Gen Pop isn't looking at athletes as some of these, you know, or astronauts or like, you know, the people of the past that maybe we had on our walls because we're old now. Um. It's just a, it's a shift of mindset. That's all. I feel these shows bring that kind of like the bells and whistles that now people need to take note and pay attention. So you see somebody do an obstacle course that arguably might not even be that challenging an obstacle course, but it's probably something that the people sitting at home can't do. Uh, and, the, if, and the person who wins that is an incredible athlete. Whereas you could take kind of any event from the CrossFit games and maybe say, well, actually, arguably, this is a much more difficult thing to accomplish in the time that they did. But, you know, it's, well, I can lift a barbell. I, mm. or, you know, I could probably do that. I couldn't do that obstacle course. And you're thinking, well, one, you, you probably couldn't lift that barbell, to be honest right, with you. Right. But also, could you lift it that many times that fast with that technique and, and make sure that, you know, there were no, no reps and also you'd done a, a buy-in on the rower and there was stuff on the rig? But, but it seems it's just a little bit more pedestrian. So when you see somebody jumping from one obstacle to another obstacle, it's just like, whoa, that is, you know, yeah. they are superhuman. And, and I just feel like that's the, you know, here you go, Nikki, I'll join you on this. That's the generation we have now, right? People yeah. just, they, they need everything kind of spoon fed. And it's like, yeah. oh, fit people, they can do kind of all these tricks on an obstacle mm-hmm. course. And, and there's that disassociation between actually what, fitness really is and what you can accomplish it's not as impressive so you know here's the shiny one (laughs) that's kind of the idea i i'm not sure that's a new thing though is it because like when you when 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 i were a lad 
<laughs> when like when I was a kid, gladiators like so you had the gladiator who that was probably their full time job to look really fit and like you probably won't remember but Nikki but Wolf it was one of our gladiators over here and he's like arguably one of the most famous like for being like the bad guy and whatever he he's really the nice bad guy. boy yeah we yeah. all know Wolf yeah. he's a really, he was a really nice guy but he like <clears throat> he they were paid to do that the thing that they did on a Saturday night for Saturday night TV right. But there, yeah. everybody else was just Joe Public, like randomers. There was no like, it wasn't like let's get an influencer because that didn't really exist. But no, you're right. But you just had like Dave from the pub and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And and someone <laughs> who liked playing football and was a bit fit and stuff. But, but if you, right, yeah. If you go That's back we had though, too. and watch Gladiators now, um, it's on YouTube. Google mm. it. <laughs> but I will. if you go back and watch like the original gladiators now compared to what you see people like the escalation of what totally fitness is now like it was kind of walking across a balancing beam and then going up like like the the final was going up the it was basically like a travelator a tra- i was gonna travelator. say travelator and i was like is that right it's the I travelator, don't know what that is. travelator grabbing a, travelator? a rope and it's, swinging for a piece of so paper the, the travelator the travelator you i think you had it on uh the american version too but just not at the end it's yeah. like a it's like a treadmill but or vertical on an incline oh yeah 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 you guys one of the original gladiators was my middle school gym teacher what's no way mm-hmm. which one so cool I'm pretty sure her name was Ice. Oh, show. yeah. We had Jet, we had Jet cool. and Lightning, and they were like Hubba. The the word you would use back in the day was Hubba Hubba. She Ooh. is she is Hubba Hubba. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you're not you're what? not really again you're not really allowed to do that these days. You can't be like you can't yeah. You, you wouldn't it, they did objectify women in a way that is yeah, not really the dumb school. thing so much anymore. Yeah, yeah you, uh, like. Sam, Sam, don't I'm worry. Glad you, we're you started the conversation by saying, "I don't." You might not remember Wolf, but you know he was great, and his job was to look really fit. So you're not objectifying women; you are just objectifying everyone. Gladiators, fine. Yeah, don't gladiators. worry about it, man. That's what, that's, what happens, that's what happens when you look like this. You, you just have to objectify <laughs> everyone else because no one ever objectifies you. It's you. <laughs> so, so I wonder, like. Sam, you were saying there, like, oh, back in the day, you know, when we used to watch the old, you know, back in the 90s and you watched, like, um, Gladiator or uh, Gladiators, not Gladiator, Gladiators, um, you know, and it seems like, oh, they're Joe Public. Is it potentially not, and this maybe is a bit of a tenuous link back to what we're discussing, is that, like, with social media now, there's a lot more kind of transparency to what everyone does. And it's like, they may look like Joe Public, but actually they're diligent, they've been diligently training for months. It's just they didn't have the platform form to to show that because social media and the internet didn't exist in the same way and so like I wonder now like whether like there's just a little bit more um kind of it seems to be more of a lifestyle it's not that that's like a single single opportunity for them to go on gladiators it's like actually this person like builds yeah. up to that and has yeah, yeah. things it's that like- happen and it's, just, it's the same as like the X Factor or American Idol or all of that stuff. Like those people don't just wander in the door like, hey, this is my first audition ever. They've like, I've, I've, audition, I've auditioned for X Factor before. I went through four auditions and still didn't see Simon Cowell. Like that, you know, and, and, and the, the actual judges. So they know who they're putting mm. through. Like old school gladiators, um, you used to have to, it was the same. You'd go through a set of tests and the people at the end would be 
considered for the show mm. and that's what it was like you went that's... you went you went through sectionals and then regionals quarterfinals i think it's just that now we can tell people we do whatever we want right so you can be like he is a you know a fitness influencer who does this and does that uh, who's also an accountant whereas before it would just be like he's an accountant and <laughs> he spends a lot of time in the gym but right, now right. it's sort of like because you've got an instagram page you can label yourself as whatever you want and I think if you probably look back, those people were police officers, firefighters, kind of yeah. the things we see now as being the mm. the classic kind of CrossFit job, right? They were doing that before before CrossFit was a thing, basically. Totally. But there is one show I'd like to to reference um, because it's on Netflix UK, and we watched it. I watched it with my wife some time ago, uh, and it's called Strong. And I've just checked; it's still on there. And it was a show that broke my heart <laughs> because I loved the premise initially because it was different trainers who all, there was a CrossFit. Like, like Nobles versus Reebok? What? Nanos? <laughs> oh, mine, so Tom. Right, trainers, we're ending sorry. the podcast right here. Oh, <laughs> there there were people that, that... You use that word for shoes, don't you? We do. That's yes, cool. We do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there were... There were different sneakers that were, no, there were different coaches <laughs> that, that, that had sort of different disciplines. And then there were people that wanted to get fitter and they would train them for a period of time and then they would have to go and do a challenge. And so mm. it was kind of like gladiators, but you got to see them prepping before doing it. And it was like an elimination thing. And they were all living in this big house. And I thought, this is really nice because you're actually seeing mm. people make progress and how their training and then they're taking that training and, and applying it really nice and we're like we're different like it was like you could see like how a running coach would do better yeah. training someone than a crossfit coach or a weightlifting okay that's yeah. cool I like and, that and particularly because there was one guy who was very kind of new age sort of oh just body awareness and this and that yeah and yeah, yeah absolutely got destroyed every time <laughs> and then there was like an elimination thing and the, and then she got to come back and could pick to have him again or she could choose a different person and she absolutely chose somebody else yeah. <laughs> which, okay. which was great and it was really so i really liked the premise for oh this is a good show and, it and i was enjoying it and then it was basically a big ad for subway and fitbit Ooh. and they would just stop in the middle and, and they would say and it wasn't like, oh, and we're sponsored by Subway. They would sit down after having done some training here. And they'd be like, okay, you know, it's really important that you think about your nutrition. And you know what I really love is how Subway gives you uh, the possibility to just create your own meal. And you can really, and it was so sincere. Oh. <laughs> and it just crushed me at that moment just take you right out of it that's a bummer um and it's similar thing with like their fit i mean like you know you can use fitbit that's good good idea actually but it was so kind of i've never seen somebody coach someone so much with like because this is really good because we can track this and then i can see and you're just saying this is i know exactly what you were thinking you were thinking just get a whoop No, I like, look, I, as someone who I own an ad agency, like that's what I do for a living. And it like, you're ruining your brand by forcing, you're making people not like you when you shove it down their throats like that. Like there's just subtly throw it in there. You know, like Sam wants to buy all that Under Armour stuff from The Rock. It's not because mm, The Rock's yeah. like, Under Armour, buy it now, buy it now, buy it now, by the way. He is on Instagram mainly. On Instagram he is. 
but that's mainly like when you see videos of him like doing dips with like gazillion chains over his back yeah and, and that's like what and then, he's and then there's like and then he's like yeah, but then he's doing that and there's like and there's his shoes that you have to buy it's like yeah yeah i want, the, I want those shoes because totally. i want to be able to do dips like that totally so there's there's a way Subtle to get that messaging in it? there without breaking down people's souls yeah. it just mm. makes you flash back to wayne's world every time you see a really bad ass <laughs> totally so, totally <laughs> The other thing we haven't uh, mentioned, so talking about kind of like other kind of fitness shows, and maybe this is a bit, I, I love a tenuous link, but the other thing that I think is really exciting, because I think it will help, it's it's yes. great for the athletes, and I guess it probably, although I don't imagine the athletes are doing it for the, um, doing it for the, for the money, it's more about the opportunity, is athletes we've seen crossfit athletes going into the olympics right so yeah play, right especially so we've seen that for yeah. both us and australia right tia claire Toomey, but also james newbury and then it was uh kelly friel and uh um no not kelly friel um kelsey keel and kelsey keel um colleen Foch. colleen Foch. yeah yep. and that's amazing to see that and i say that from two sides one what an amazing opportunity but it's definitely a lot more mainstream um as much as I don't know. Actually, I don't know what they're, but people are going to watch more people watch the Winter Olympics than they do the CrossFit Games. That's probably yes, the case, accurate. right? Even That's though accurate. the Winter Olympics <laughs> involves a lot of athletes, it's Olympic track, right? The the money behind that kind of is just huge. So it's great opportunity for those athletes to get exposure to kind of top level coaches in, in another in another field. Um, so I just think that that's really cool. But the other thing is, is that hopefully, and we'll start to see it. So like, um, Brooke Lake, she's a really kind of advocate for like, mm-hmm. like NHL and stuff is that the leaders in those sports will see um, the kind of athletes coming in being like, wow, this CrossFit methodology must be pretty effective. Maybe we should start teams. like adopting it more broadly into uh, not necessarily, although, although Brooks is very like pro no CrossFit way. and it's like, hey, that's we cool. should be doing it. Oh, it's fast. Really yeah. recommend. That's a great podcast with him talking to Tommy and Sean about kind yes. of like using, so good. using CrossFit and he wishes he'd used it more. Uh, fascinating. He's, he's obviously like a, an expert in, in, in this field. Right. But anyway, sorry, that's an aside, but just the idea that like the more that kind of we get CrossFit athletes out, demonstrating their kind of ability in other areas will be like oh actually maybe there's something about this kind of like you know highly you know this 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 kind of methodology so Hmm. serious question now season three of the titan games matt fraser he's retired from crossfit no i don't think he would do it i don't think he. he's got nothing to prove he's only losing at that point i don't think matt fraser will do anything competitively ever again what what do you gain by I mean unless he knows he's gonna win, right? Well, I mean I do I do think he knows he's gonna win. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think I think the Titan Games maybe, but if like something else, if he wouldn't, I don't think he'd decide and go. Oh, I'm gonna go and do bobsleigh, or I'm gonna go have a boxing yeah, match, yeah, yeah. or I'm gonna go and do this thing because he might not win, and then he'd just look like a bit of a fool, like oh I went and tried this thing and it didn't really work I out, and now yeah. I'm un- I- I'm not unbeaten anymore because I just lost. So, so Sam, you've just mentioned something and, and it's triggered a, just a memory. And I, I, I've <laughs> got to ask, because again, this this lovely diverse panel we've got here. What is with the obsession of wanting people to box each other? Oh, I, I, don't, I know. don't get it. <laughs> it's, just, it's coming up all the time now. And am I alone I in know. being like, I you're a CrossFit athlete? <laughs> or you were a CrossFit athlete, or you're a, 
a YouTuber or whatever, <laughs> why <laughs> does everyone want to see you in a boxing match? Like, am I don't I, know. Am I insane? No, I don't, get, I don't, know, where, I don't know where it came from. I kind of thought I was just like missing something, which I might be. There might be people listening to this being like, duh, Nikki, it's from this. But I actually don't know. I know that Dave and Josh have had this like running joke back and forth about like fighting each other, right? But they're both like, they were both Navy SEALs together. Like, you know, kind of like, it, it, I, I think there's like a longer, more something that has to do with their longer relationship. But that would a be a good scrap. Running in there. Like watching that would be a that good, would be that funny. Would be a good you scrap. See, you've got him in on it, Nikki. You've just mentioned it. And so, I mean, Dick, if I told you how many messages we get saying, when are Sam and Tom going to have a boxing match? Boxing it's just... Match. Oh my God. <laughs> no, incredible. I don't. I don't know. I actually don't like to watch boxing because oh. because it is in fact um a sport like it's not like wrestling where i know everything's fake like people are really what? training and real yeah hey. i know what i know saying? i'm sorry sorry i'm just saying like i i respect the training and the sport of it and i for that reason and because i know how real it is like it, it makes me uncomfortable to watch people getting hurt like that but um so i, I won't be watching all the things but i understand where they're coming from as they train and you know as they figure out how to take on those skills like it absolutely is a sport in and of itself it just i just don't like people getting hurt i even have a trouble like watching american football for that reason oh i know it, it's interesting because i think there's that oh who would been in a fight between right that's the kind of it's like pub yeah it's like pub chat or bar chat right totally. and i don't mean that as totally. in like and they do just that there's no like oh i don't wish wish ill upon that person but there's just you know for good or for bad like it's just that kind of more well morbid curiosity oh who would win in a fight between those two but yeah well, it's, it's, it's like batman and superman or batman yeah, like spider-man totally, and, totally. and captain america or something isn't but it like, i was thinking exactly it... the same thing sam but <laughs> i was going to say that what always happens is they punch for a little bit and then they team up so yeah. are we going to oh. see Josh okay. and Dave team up to take down somebody else, the big bad that comes but along. But it's Dave and yeah, isn't it? Um, isn't it Josh and Jacob now? Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. the one that's actually they're, happening. They're, I yeah. think that's yeah. actually happening. But again, I, I, the fascination with trying trying to cave each other's faces in, like I, I, I don't even like. I know boxing is a sport, but I yeah. feel like boxing is probably. I'm going to get so much hate for this. Boxing is probably only a sport because historically. People used to beat each other up. If you if you were starting a new sport now, you wouldn't think, I know what I'll do. I'll get two guys to punch each other in the face and yeah. the body and see who wins. I, I just don't think that would be a sport now. No, like, see, that's that's like why I have that's why I struggle with mm. it. Because I understand the athleticism that goes into it, but yeah. I just can't like I can't ooh, just I like I like both of your faces so much. Don't hurt yeah. each other, please. <laughs> I, I do think it is like that. It's it. It puts bums on seats or what the whatever the viewing equivalent is, right? Morbid curiosity. And then I wonder, like, and, you know, we're talking about it being a sport, right? But is it a little bit of a... I wonder what, like, the purists who have grown up being within the boxing kind of this community in the sport, right? Because it's like, you're not a boxer, right? You're coming in to kind of, like, create a spectacle. Now, I'm yeah. not saying they're not doing training, right? You know, and whether it be, you know, kind of Josh and... and and Jacob or like the other big one which people are talking about is like Eddie Hall and oh Thor Bjornsson like that one but I mean that's oh god they would kill each other they, they will kill right? each Isn't other it? that's the point but like, I wonder whether those are like actually like professional boxers and who have been in it for decades are just like 
you're making a farce out of a sport that means everything to me oh. and I can't see that because like I don't understand the sport Same. but yeah. some do right and I don't know so Tom would you like to know how they this is the Hunter McIntyre syndrome that's what it is <laughs> so remember how all the crossfit crossfitters felt that how dare this guy who's not a crossfitter get an invitation to the games and come in when he doesn't do crossfit yet he does train intensely in his sport and he's exceptional at uh, obstacle course racing and the broken skull challenge and all that yet he got invited to, to crossfit and it was like how dare he that is the boxers right that's got to be how they feel like yeah you're an amazing crossfitter but how dare you come into the boxing ring Whoa. i don't know i don't know i mean no one's inviting a crossfit athlete to like you know, the big UFC throwdown, like they're just hosting their own little spats. So it's, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a little different than but, when Hunter came to the CrossFit really... Games and people were like, are there people, are there other more deserving people who should have been here? Yeah. That was the main argument. Um, but you guys know where all this harkens back to. Our conversation has officially come full circle. It comes, it goes all the way back to like real gladiators. There you go. Like that's where it all comes. If you're sitting here being like, why are people punching each other in the face? And why is this a sport? It's because we've been putting butts in seats, watching people die through violence since we were ancient humans. Mm -hmm. It's been a thing. I don't understand it, but it's been a thing. And and we hold the CrossFit Games as a Coliseum, right? So uh... (laughs) I mean, yeah, there's a ton of tradition. And everyone's always yeah. looking to Dave Castro for the thumbs up or thumbs down to know whether yes. or not who finished his <laughs> last is being executed. <laughs> From his box in the but Coliseum. Was, earlier on, I was going to suggest, like, if Dave Castro ever did, like, just decide, oh, I don't want to program anymore. I reckon you were saying, um, you were saying, Nikki, that you get bored with the Titan games. He's definitely got a job there, right? They're just like, oh, Dave, for sure. come over and program some Titan games workouts for us. Oof, no one would survive because some of that <laughs> stuff was just like easy for the CrossFitters. Yeah. I mean, you watched Matt Chan go through that obstacle course over and over and over. Like he, like he was walking through like a, a Sunday meadow. Like it was, <laughs> okay, you want me to do what? Lift this and walk? Okay. In my sport, we call that a farmer's carry. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> uh, you guys, nobody mentioned Wipeout though. Just saying. It's a great, a great display of physical That's fitness. like a hungover Sunday thing to watch. Yeah, yeah, totally. That that totally. and the other one. What's the, what's the other one? Uh, Jakeshi's Castle. Yes, I was that's that it. Well. What I is that? You, oh, wow. I'm going to send you a link to Takeshi's Tell Castle. Tell me, can I watch it here? Yeah, uh, probably on YouTube, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not, sure. not going to try and spell it for you, though. But uh, the, coolest, the coolest thing about Takeshi's Castle is what you actually win at the end. So generally, nobody ever wins. And when they do win, they win like a microwave. <laughs> no joke. It's so Wait. good. It's so it's so a, is good. it an obstacle course? Yeah. <laughs> of, of a sort. It, it's the kind of thing where like run down this hill as fast as you can and pick one of the doors to break through. One of the doors will be made of like some kind of kind of like a plywood, something that you can really just, you know, break through. And the other doors are not made of that. And you will just face plant into a door. So it's that kind of yeah. um, 
it's that like a hundred like people start. It was a bit like the CrossFit Games 2019. <laughs> <laughs> like 120-something <laughs> like people start, and there can be only one. There can be only one. And then they win like like a toaster oven. Great. Yeah, I'm yeah, here yeah, for yeah. it. I'm totally yeah, yeah. here for it. So, uh, so this is like a, you guys and if you could then just show Dave that and just be like, right. uh, I know you're, you're thinking about programming something with cuts. Um... <laughs> Come across this. And the new, seen you, I've seen some of the new ones, and they like you roll like they they like pick a color, and then like they're standing like a colored circle, and then this like sumo wrestler walks out, and they have to like sumo the person out. And depending on what color you get, depends on how big the sumo wrestler is. <laughs> so it's like blue is like the biggest one you'll ever see, and yellow is like the smallest tiniest little man that anyone could like just put out with one hand is so funny oh my god i i literally cannot wait i know what i'm watching tonight <laughs> while we eat dinner i know what i'm doing this is amazing yes there's oh, a brilliant man. one where they have like a wobble bridge right so they're on they're on like a wire bridge <laughs> with wooden planks right you guys and- are already laughing uh, <laughs> and they're trying to, they've got to go across it. And obviously it's really unbalanced, but then imagine, you know, like if you go and practice baseball and they have like the, the thing that fires baseballs at you, yeah, yeah. imagine that, but designed to have footballs in it instead, like, like oh, soccer balls. So yeah. it's just like this cannon and it's just firing soccer balls at these people trying to, and the thing is in this, like this, like wire bridge, right? No health and safety. There's just like metal no, rivets no. sticking out of yeah, it. And, yeah. it just, and I just, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'd hate to think of the stats on like injuries that came through it. I'm <laughs> so, so excited to watch we'll this. Send, we'll send you a it's link. It's going to be epic. <laughs> yes, please. Now what I really love is, is Tom has this reputation of being the dad of the podcast and, okay. and to be honest even with this he had to mention stats and health and safety so <laughs> to a degree it's still there but what i love is that for a moment he really derailed this conversation about these weird fitness shows by talking about the olympics you know very serious oh, very yes, boring yes. the olympics but the joy on his face when he got to tell you about <laughs> takashi's castle and these <laughs> you know he tries to hide it he puts I on this persona so this chalking fitness persona but very professional you do have Takeshi's castle currently sitting in your inbox on instagram yes! whenever you're at season f- season five episode seven they're only 23 minutes long <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sorry i have okay. to go so nikki has left the chat everybody so i guess <laughs> uh, on that note we're gonna have to to end the podcast here but uh, thank you so much nikki uh, well i was gonna thank you for coming on but to be honest oh. it sounds more like we've given you more than you've given us at this point it's so it's true i'm welcome. very grateful yeah and uh, sam tom always lovely to see you you guys again um i i would say you know follow everybody's instagram if you if you want yeah i'm sure nikki's going to be posting up a load of reactions to takashi's castle so you can look <laughs> forward to that and um you know apart from that why, you know what just everyone go and look it up just if you've never seen it before <laughs> go and find it if you have seen it before give it a rewatch it's good fun and uh and we'll see you all next week thank you love you bye <laughs> so fun you guys